0: Gano's 270 pounds like 6'6 six, six, punch six, you in the chest
1: one time and your heart stopped
0: yeah for sure he'd kill you dead yeah dead. whereas John like he has skinny legs I mean he's still a massive
1: person so I would hate to see either of that's them in saying. alley you need people like that on your side for the zombie attack I mean, John's equipped too he know how to use some guns that's true actually you're right yeah good point that's a good call he's ready to go John is 100%
0: ready for the zombie and he zombie got his dog slot. it is impossible to anticipate where the two monsters which suddenly appeared in the atomic area will attack next if your power goes out remain calm
1: Oh, my God! In three, two, one,
0: we gone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 24 of the First Sip Podcast. Kobe episode. Last episode was Jordan. This one's the Kobe one. This one's just me and Dikembe, which is not a bad thing. We're going to have... Kembe likes to call it "Cooler Talk." Well, that, the whole episode. It's basically going to be "Cooler Talk." We're going to touch on stuff that's going on, current events, and it's a good week right now. We had the whole Connor fight.
1: Kembe wants to talk about I'll a movie he I'm, saw. I'm telling you, man. Content Rex. The world be fun. is just it's just lining up content for us. It has been. It's saying, I mean, you know what? We know you guys need something to talk about this week. Here you go. Yeah, I don't think that that's why. Well, let me sprinkle a little entertainment. Happens. happens. That's literally why it happens. It's definitely not. They plan for years. They produce these movies for years because they say Dechambeau and Albert are going to need something to talk about. Well, Fast Nine, absolutely. And here, because yeah, listen, I mean, that started years ago. I remember seeing the first one when I was nine, mm-hmm. and that's what I need to talk to the people about. Um, if you haven't seen Fast Nine, we're going to do an early content rec. Right? This is not even a content rec. This is literally um, call to action. Get your life right. Mm-hmm. Call to action. Every PSI. episode, we try to just you know sprinkle some gems for you to just do better. If you go and see this movie, your life will instantly be 10 times better. The series the, the series, it. honestly can't go wrong. 100%. If they came out with 10 more movies, I'm telling you, I'm there for everyone. Of course. Me too. Everyone knows that. I'm there for everyone, day one. Yeah, they're great films. I don't care where they go to Realistic. next. You've probably seen a clip of somebody going up to space. I'm not going to say who made it up to space. Damn. Some, listen, they started from street racing. Now we in space. Smart. Intergalactic Was Luda in this one? You know Luda was in this one Bro he plays such a pivotal role In those movies Luda is He is He's key They're, all, they're th- all They are keys. all key they And are when I tell key. you about The one key <laughs> That came back to the movie I, Well that's in the trailer So You're it's good. not a spoiler for anybody I don't know if you know it It's the Chinese guy I don't know if you know it I don't know his name no, I'm not dropping nothing Oh Phil, Then don't tell me that Yep I told you we gotta go see a second time So We'll go see a second time And then we'll catch up mm-hmm. But um But yeah Speaking about other content, the Conor McGregor fight. Yes, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. We well longer than that. Oh wait, what? When was his last fight against uh, Poirier? January. So it's was been it that long? Six months. Yeah, man,
0: moving quick. Bro, this year is flying by. Yes, yes. Wow, 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 wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be talked about, right? There's you posted a poll. We had our our first ever first sip podcast poll online. Well, we had the other one with my shoes, my shoe game. Oh, that's right. So, what? see, I didn't even pay attention to your shoe game.
1: What you mean? Cause you know, because the people said we going to the Met Gala. What did they say about that? They said we're going to the Met Gala, and if you don't believe me, I have it saved. <laughs> <laughs> okay? We out to the Met Gala. And everybody who said we out, I got you on the invite list already ready. We getting a whole party bus. We going. Bro, you got to make it happen. Yes. And now the next poll. The people are telling Connor to pack it
0: up. Send it home. We did. We had a lot of response telling him to pack it up that he's washed. That's it. I was surprised. Not that we have an I wasn't. overwhelming following on the I wasn't on Instagram yet. But the vast majority did vote and everyone said pack it up. Which is Y'all been talking to y'all friends about this. What do you guys been saying? it's time for him to go, right? I don't think so, dude. So so here's what I think. I'm not a. f <clears throat> I'm no longer a fan. Let me ask you, when was the last time he won a fight? Honestly, I think it was like 2016 I think Obama was still the president uh, It was 2016 mm. Yeah when he fought Eddie Alvarez I believe it was 2016 Was mm. his last win mm. Yes Oh no that's not true That Nope that's not true His last win was Cowboy in early yeah, 2020 see, nobody remember that yep no one remembers that i remember that that was like wasn't that like his return like his like okay i gotta get back in somehow he, yeah he came back he came back after um habib and then he fought cowboy knocked him out in like 45 seconds yeah reignited I remember that the flame one. which was huge that they was needed to make some money play. they needed
1: to make some money for him huh oh they made a bunch of money yeah, for him. yeah, yeah. he made a bunch more they money were smart but own. that's what i'm saying i'm like okay second fight in a row you just can't i mean Yes, there was some technicalities in this one, but I think where he went wrong, we talked about this before, was him drawn off this time as opposed to last time. So it's like, which one was it last time? You went in quiet and a little bit more timid, um, didn't work. This time you go off, you know, drawn off saying everything under the sun and it's still the same thing. Yeah, he was, he
0: was, this time he was being more, um, the old Connor, people were saying new Connor, old Connor, Mm um, I, I don't know man I don't know if it's a, a if it's a marketing ploy I don't know if, if it's the real him I don't know if he uses it because some people use it to psych themselves up mm-hmm, that's true which he might be using it to get in the, the correct mental headspace but honestly he he might have just said to Dana you know I'm getting a crazy pay-per-view push I'm gonna sell the hell out of it because it, it sells more buys when you clip videos of Connor saying the things that he said showing the energy that he does being that ferocious
1: sells more pay-per-views that's his job i wonder if that was a part of it i wonder if his people because you know like i'm big on the analytics i wonder if his people were like listen what you tried last time didn't work yeah we got bills to pay so we need you to be the old connor and if you were to to look at analytics
0: this pay-per-view sold i think dana said 1.7 1.8 million buys Mm. which is top four in history for the ufc and that's just because it's connor man Mm. Uh, i mean now don't get me wrong back to answer your question is he done I don't
1: think so. I yeah, don't. We, we know he's going to come back. I oh, mean, no, come on now. 100%. But is that hype still there? Is he still, I mean... I think so. He's still going to be able to bring in it. But when we compare it to who really, who else is still in the UFC, right? Who's able to bring in that kind of no, attention? No one. There's not that many people. So no, I guess it's no not one. hard to compete against.
0: Yeah, there. Uh, and, and actually Habib just did an interview with the UFC and he said the UFC mm-hmm. is drowning for superstars right yeah. now. And that's that's why they clinged to Connor the way that they did. I mean, they have Jorge Masvidal,
1: they have Izzy, they have Bro, Kamaru right? Uzman so now, and, and Ganu. They like they have big names. You have an, uh, another wave of people that are starting to come up, and but not definitely Connor. because Connor, I, I think, Connor kind of laid you know the ground, the ground, ground for, for right. a lot of them to kind of just come in. be like, okay, I'm gonna kind of just do the same thing. I, once again, Izzy was is one of my favorite right now, right? Just but a lot of it it's it's very similar to like what Connor was doing, just with his own style, his own flair. Um, so looking at it from the outside and you ask yourself, would somebody like me miss a connor like personality? No. It seems like there's so many other people who are starting to make a name for themselves and you can still just kind of tap into that and it's like, oh, this is cool. I don't need the guy who's kind of, you know, just shouting all the time and still losing fights. It would yeah. be cool if he was winning fights. Yeah, he's... You know what? It, it,
0: it's a bummer because he is losing fights and, like, I'm sitting here honestly trying to defend him and I'm not even a fan.
1: So. And it's like, and it's like and I, I think I the, shouldn't. Con- the conversation would be completely <clears throat> different if... He was still winning the fights, right? Because then everybody would be able to get behind that. But the, it needs to be said that, that mm-hmm. the
0: fights are against the best in the world. The last three fights that he lost were against Habib, the yeah. best lightweight ever. Yeah. Hands down. Mm-hmm. Come see me if you got a problem mm-hmm. with that. Hands down. Dustin Poirier, Dustin Poirier, number one contender, number one contender back to back. I mean, the first round, Connor outstruck him on the feet. It, he just looked better. He still looked like that Connor S springy explosive. And he hit Dustin. It's mm-hmm. hard to hit Dustin. But that man, like, Dustin cracked him a bunch too. And then when it went to the ground... The world just changes for Connor on the ground. Mm-hmm. Connor tried to go for a submission against Dustin, who's a black belt, which was like a Wasn't weird you talking call. talking about
1: that first, too? Like, before the fight, he was like, we'll see who shoots first, all this stuff. Like, yeah,
0: whoever shoots first is a bitch. He actually went for the original takedown, and then submissions don't count. He tried to pull a
1: guillotine. That's, and that's the thing. Like you said, these and, moments go viral, so people are waiting to see it, right? And correct. And you think about the betting world. People are betting on these things also. Oh, yeah. So and, it's one thing for you to say it, and then now... You go ahead and actually, you go and do it first, and uh, come on. You now.
0: live it on both sides. And he's going to leave on it. He, he kept saying, I'm going to make him leave on a stretcher. I'm oh, that him was. Ba, ba, ba.
1: That was Meme City. My dude left on a stretcher. That was People were having a good time with As that. As they should have. That was like when Nate Robinson got knocked out. Yeah, that was when mad. he got put to sleep. We
0: got that coming up August 29th, too. Jake versus Tyron. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Big presser they actually just did. Loser has to get the other person's name tatted on him. That's kind of crazy. It's kind of weird. It's a weird like
1: stipulation. Definitely weird. Yeah, but no, I I think. What do you do with that? You want to get somebody name tag? I mean, you can get it removed, obviously. So, huh? Still weird though.
0: Yeah. Still weird. Yeah, but no. On the Connor topic, I think, in my opinion, in order to build the hype back, because if he comes back, dude, from like a fight fan perspective, mm-hmm. dude, if he comes back and they give him a title shot again. Like He heals up. The UFC just announced that he's not even going to be cleared to fight until January 7th of next year. Yeah. If they come back and they clear him and he's allowed to begin training and really, and pull the medical suspension, Dana White said in the post-fight presser he could have just been hype on emotion. Bro, if they give Connor a shot again, say Dustin Poirier beats Charles Oliveira, is the champ, and then they give Connor the immediate title shot after losing – six times in seven, like six out of his last seven fights or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's five out of his last six. You're just going to have fighters just leave the UFC. Yeah. It's promotional suicide. Yep. I think Conor needs to fight. Uh, he, I mean, you have to give Conor talent. You have to give him a big name. Like Nate, the but best fight in the world for him would be to come back and fight Nate though, like Diaz. The,
1: but what about John Jones? Like what's, what's the weight on that? Like, I feel like if that fight was able to come to fruition, that would, Conor wouldn't be worried about anymore. John, the, What? Kind of not fighting. John. No, 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 no. But getting a fight for John Jones, bringing him back in. Oh, D- John
0: doesn't want to. The UFC is not holding that up. Mm-hmm. John Jones literally came out and said, "I don't want to fight right now. I want a year to train." There's got
1: to be something that can bring him back in.
0: Oh well, no, he's gonna. He is coming. Give back. him a hundred mil. No, he's well. Right, he wants money. That's true. But no, no, no. His his eyes are enough. set on Francis Ngannou, period. But he wants to bulk up. Oh yeah, bro. He's you know, gonna saw, fight for the I belt. I saw
1: Ngannou say that, and I was like. Like, this is going to be crazy to see.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's going to be a cool topic. That might be one we have to watch live because we're talking the scariest man to ever walk the earth and Francis Ngannou versus the I, Both of them. Goat. What would you do if you seen both of them in the alley? Uh, John, I'd be less scared of John. Uh, I mean, he's a big dude. He? Yeah, I think he would. he just look equipped. He kind of. I mean, if you saw his ears, that'd be a bummer. But, like, Ngannou's huge. Oh, does he
1: have those crazy, like, cauliflower ears? Yeah, he does. Hmm. Yeah, mm. They're not
0: crazy, but you would know. And, Definitely. But Engano is like a
1: massive like a tree man. trunk.
0: Ngano's two hundred and seventy pounds, like six six. Punch six, you in seven. the
1: chest one time, your heart stop.
0: Yeah, for sure he'd kill you. Dead. Yeah. Dead. Whereas John, like, he has skinny legs. I mean, he's still a massive person, so I would
1: hate to see either of those in You need people like that on your side for the zombie attack. That's I, it. Yeah, I guess. That's it. We should talk about that. Have we talked about that in an episode? No, we never made a zombie uh, dream
0: team. Wow That'd be a good episode Wow We need to talk about our zombie dream team Because both of them mm. Yeah th- th- Listen If you're planning on them getting close to you 100%
1: What you mean John's equipped too He know how to use
0: some guns That's true Actually you're right Yeah Good point That's a good call He's ready to go John is 100% ready for this And he got his squad. dog Yeah And and he got, and he's good out of like a helicopter too <laughs> He hunts out
1: of helicopter. Man, we gotta start our next level training <laughs> We've been talking about this for a couple months now But it's time to turn up Bert. No, We I, gotta jump out of a plane
0: You wouldn't do it you would die before you hit the ground. Your heart would stop.
1: Damn, you know me so well.
0: You would. Your heart would stop. You wouldn't be able to jump out of a plane. I would do it. Maybe. I don't know. No, I wouldn't do it. No way. No way. No no way. Shot, I'm thinking bro. about it. You literally and, don't like it. Because, you know, coasters. we're about to be
1: on. Wow, we got some trips to take over these next couple of weeks. We do. We're wow, busy. Wow, man. We about to be worldwide, people. We coming. Bro, speaking coming. about being
0: busy I know you've told the public that like you were switching your focus to real estate yep 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 but I think while it's just me and you dude you should take the time and just let people know what the experience has been like yeah pivoting into because life has full been time then. on it. you're at Dikembe Incorporated now
1: Dikembe Incorporated that sound nice mm-hmm. you're making it work nice.
0: so what's it like dude
1: we can't put that name out there though because you can't let people know you just out here owning stuff no it's got to be you know independent away from your name mm-hmm. so you know everything umbrella behind the scenes that's it that's how I'm trying to be but, yeah, man, life has been busy. It's been crazy, but I love it. It's the it's the great kind of crazy. Um, it is... Every day is very different in a good way. I try to manage it as best as I can. You know, you try to prioritize your schedule, um, map out what you need to accomplish, what's the most important things to do within the day. But beyond all that, there's still so many things that you can't control, right? And I think that's one of the most interesting parts about making a transition from a normal, routine office job is... Just saying, okay. as much as you try to plan, there might be half the day where nothing happens. And then three o'clock in the afternoon, all the business starts rolling in there because everything you did for the past two, three days is starting to lead to this now. Right. So it's kind of similar. Maybe if you're in a sales position in an office, right, you start building your pipeline. And obviously, that's very similar to being a real estate agent and working independently. But I think it's just if you don't know when to grab that buzz and that momentum, when it does pick up in your day, you can lose everything. And from when you talk, to, I've been talking to a lot of agents about their success, you know, um, their time in the industry. A lot of them say that's the problem is that when things do pick up, are you going to be ready to manage it? Are you doing those things in your downtime, all the administrative work that's going to make you prepared for when the business starts up? Um, as I told you guys the other day, I did get my first listing under contract. Which is big so, news, bro. Yep. I'm very happy Public about that. Public should clap in the car uh, wherever yep, you yep, listing. Yep. First 30 days. So got a first listing out there in West Philly so just trying to you know make that little my little home there to start mm-hmm. you know just go around just keep helping the neighborhood my home. yep so we already kind of frequent around that area just being around the gym st yes. joe so you know if they can maybe they can start calling me like the duke of winfield that's a crazy title to just
0: come off your head with the duke of winfield that the sounds duke of so, diamond street that
1: sounds so dope yeah <laughs> that was crazy. wow because I do this,
0: I do this. We creators. I mean, the Duke hey man, of Winfield. It's cool. It's cool that you're hustling and that you you're know where seeing I got that success, from? Bridgerton. I will never watch that show.
1: Yes, I, I know you watched a couple episodes. Already. I have never watched an episode. You don't got a lot of, a lot of, of people because you know there was a Duke in there. So I'm like, if I can be the Duke here, you know, let people uh, know what I'm the, doing. You well, you do want you a know. horse, <sighs> white horse. I can start riding around the
0: horse as I sell houses. That'd be crazy. He would be so successful
1: without a doubt. Who wow. else
0: is doing that? Liter- literally, no one. Maybe you're on. To you something. might. You might be on to something. I'm here. always on to something. Bro, you might be on to something. May, uh, honestly, maybe you should get a horse.
1: I'm gonna get a horse. <laughs> you should. I'm gonna start going around to people's houses, and be like, "Hey, what's bro, up
0: here?" If you showed up to a showing, an open house, on a horse, yep, sold. They they
1: might. Not, they probably didn't even have to like the property and sold. They just like you. Just got to sell yourself. That's half the battle, right there, bro. Your word of mouth. Would and I think be I'm pretty good at that. Crazy. This is
0: it. And you have to work boots, like snake boots and a hat. Where can
1: I get some? You know I, some people? I don't. I have I'm, no idea. We have to take a trip. Another trip. To Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And get custom boots. We can take a trip to Texas. And a horse. Get some boots. Bread, and for race For the real it. estate. Um, that's a business expense. Write it off. As it's, it's a necessity. We need that. Um, man, I love this. This is what I love about being independent. You know, you could just mix up your day. You could travel. You can work hard. Play hard. It's great.
0: Yeah, have you had to switch gears and... Create more of an emphasis on planning and being yes. self-organized because you now are no longer under the corporate bubble of following a map, right? When we in the corporate world, we do have somewhat of a curriculum. Mm-hmm. It's rare that you hold a role where you are completely autonomous. Yeah. So, is it is it more challenging? Well, you are you are an organized individual, so I would. assume. Yeah,
1: and I think that's one thing. Um, shout out to my old supervisor, uh, Miss Day, Miss Day Vonda. You know who you are. Um, she taught me how to really just prioritize and break down my schedule and to just be on point, right? Because like you're saying, it's, it's up to you, right? Like you don't have to worry about somebody else in there and be like, okay, do this, do this, do that. You get up there and just map it out yourself. Yeah. I right? mean, which um, is
0: why you're going to succeed. And it's good that you transition to this
1: role. My org. Yeah. My organization at this point, um, it's been doing the same things almost as far as just like a habit basis, right? For probably six years now on a sitting down there right now what needs to be done scheduling it out by the hour almost by a 15 minute like time increments you see it like on the board
0: yeah you're crazy
1: and it, yeah i i'm 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 crazy crazy yes but which is a good thing. there's a lot of things that i want to get done in a short amount of time not because i'm impatient but because i see that it can be done within a short amount of time so why let it why let the time go
0: yeah i mean right like you're, you're seeing it. success already so. yeah
1: like we see the you, we talked to me the other day about um the book the 12 week year right and how that kind of just put it in perspective for me where it's like okay break these things down into 12-week goals, where will you be at? at the end of 12 weeks from now? Well, two weeks ago is when I kind of started it. So at the end of another 10 weeks, where will I be? Right? I have some pretty big, hairy goals, but when I was writing them down, I was like, some of these things were things I wanted to accomplish in December. Now I'm going to be done with them in September. I I hope so. What do I do now for the rest of the year? Make them bigger, man. Exactly. Get more. You know what I mean? And I hope that's maybe one thing that people can take away from this whole little you know thing that we're talking about here is that You'll be very surprised when you set your goals on a short timeline, set a deadline, right? That's aggressive. The same way how, like you're saying, if you were in the office and your boss came in and said, Hey, I need this done by the end of the week. And you already got a whole bunch of things to to do or that you had in your mind, but it's just like, no, now you got to rise to the occasion. Can you accomplish it? A hundred percent. Right. And you know, there's going to be some payoff. There's some incentive. And the best part is that that you set your own incentive and your own payoff. Right. So if I say, okay, I'm going to accomplish all these goals and you know, we have another trip planned at the end of September, Right, so with that, it's like okay, that'll be the little like vacation that we take. Well, I mean, what what I applaud you for is you really
0: did take a leap. I mean, to jump into real estate and go full hearted and commit to it is a bold strategy. Yeah, man. I mean, it's your your way of life. Yeah, man. And and you went all in. In I mean, you know, I respect what you, what you're doing and, and commend you. But it's um, the people should know that it's like it's not for everybody. If you set that's fine, but if you set like you're saying, if if you create an ultimatum for yourself and stick to it Mm -hmm. and make a definitive ultimatum. Like I have to do this or else X. You get it done. That's That's it.
1: You just get it done. Yeah, and you think about that. Like I think that's – we use a lot of that in other areas of our life, right? Think about training 75 hard. Mm -hmm. Those are some of the things you guys set up. Okay, if I don't do this, then I know there's a group of other people who are holding me accountable and there's a consequence. Correct. If you can find a way to set up those own kind of, I guess, like parameters for yourself on a daily basis – You're bound to be successful. Of course. Bro, if I was to text you and say, hey, listen, I need to post on social media every single day as a form of marketing for myself to grow my brand, not only for myself, but first sip or whatever else that we're doing. And if I don't, I need to send you 10 bucks at the end of each day. Mm. We should start doing that for first sip. Exactly, right? How many days a week do you think I'll want to sit here and be like, man, I got to send him another $10? Right. Like, bro, that's lunch. That is lunch. That's true. And a week, that's 50 bucks. You go to Wendy's, that's a good lunch. Right, like monday through friday like i gotta send you 50 dollars right there just for not doing that it's almost a nice of chipotle come on now right but then think about if you set the goals even higher say like okay what if if you're trying to change your health habits talk to somebody right now in your circle and say okay i want to get to the gym twice a week or i want to just walk around the neighborhood half a mile three times a week let one other person know that and say if i don't do this i'll send you 50 bucks if i don't tell you or send you uh some sort of status update saying that I just completed my walk today. I'll send you $50 at the end of each day. Yeah. Accountability. You know how much that will entice. Like you'll be like, okay, I got to get up. No matter what's going to happen, I need to get outside.
0: Of course, dude, that's why, that's why I have started to implement these challenges with our group of friends. And we encourage everyone to do the same. If you yourself want to get fit or you yourself have something that you want to attain rental property by the end of the year, make X and a bonus, whatever challenge your friends, challenge the people you care about most, and send photo evidence when you get the stuff done. Because holding each other accountable will elevate your, your team
1: yeah, as your, a unit. Your network is your net worth, right? Yes. So I think a lot of people are probably realizing that too coming through the pandemic. And now that we're coming out of it, um, you're going to sit around and be like, okay, who am I surrounding myself with? There might be some goals that you wrote down over the pandemic and say, oh, I want to accomplish all these things. But you're looking around and saying, oh, some of the people I've been talking to are spending a lot of time with aren't on the same train that I'm on right now. And it's nothing against them personally, but once again, you know, like one thing we like to say, it's not personal, it's performance. So if your performance isn't up to par, then you, you can't be on the team right now. We might be able to hang out at the bar, but you can't be on the team when it's time to play the game, right? So hold your people accountable, accomplish goals. Like it'll feel great because then when it's time to really just work, like to play and have the fun, then it will be worth it. There's nothing worse than sitting around on vacation knowing it's like, man, I can't even afford to go out to the bar. That's true. That's, Wait, what's the point of that? You ain't on vacation now. And and uh, just to clarify, mm. me and Dikembe aren't sitting here
0: harping as if we're some superior individuals in society, or as if we have made these massive entrepreneurial bounds, or if we're, but. We have been seeing fruits of our labor and we have been yielding success in the methods that we've been implementing through speaking with others, through the content that we've been utilizing, and just through trying, bouncing ideas off of each other. Yep. So that was the whole purpose of that spiel. I mean,
1: we and have And I think the like, time. We, like we were talking about earlier before we started the episode, I think it goes back to the whole thing about just perspective, right? And the way you really just look at things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can shift the way you're looking at these things or bounce the idea off of somebody else's mind, it can change a lot Absolutely. For you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, you know, that brings us to our next topic there, you know, about perspective, just about Cuba, what's going on in the world right now. Yep. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Right from Haiti's president being assassinated. We still don't, uh, it's it's a developing situation right yes. now. There's a lot going on. I'm not well versed on it. Um, definitely going to reach out to some people to try to get some more information. But it, it's crazy when you, when you think about like, okay, one day you can be sitting around and there's definitely been ongoing political issues there um, from a, just a humanitarian standpoint, a political standpoint for years and years and years. You talk about different intervention methods that have happened from other countries who have tried to come in and, and bring aid. It's an ongoing problem and things that I don't think, obviously nobody ever pays attention until it's too late. And here we are again with the assassination of the president. We, <laughs> there are some countries where if that was to happen, everything would stop. Yeah, like us, right? That have oh, the, the whole world would stop. That's That's, first. That's without a doubt. But you think about that, right? Perspective: These people are now sitting here. This is their life is engulfed in that, and we're going through our day to days, still finding things to complain about. Like, oh well, the list the list is endless, right? So correct. I don't even want to bring up any any of the nonsense right now. But and then more specifically, what we want to focus on, on um, because you can definitely speak on that a little bit more. You know. Um, Is what's going on in Cuba, Mm -hmm. right? You see more people now starting to share information on it. Mm -hmm. But once again, this isn't, and we hope that through people educating themselves, they realize that this isn't something that has just started through the pandemic, right? Don't think that, oh, well, it's just everybody's been doing bad over the past year. So maybe they just got hit with it a little bit worse, like. Yeah, I don't. I think that that narrative was thrown around originally. There was some people mm-hmm. that were trying to tie it to the pandemic,
0: and the pandemic definitely <clears throat> fueled a cause of, yeah. of mm-hmm. cause of what's going on. So in Cuba right now, if you haven't seen what's going on, the entire public is revolting in a massive way. So the people are going against the authoritarian style government, the communist government that Cuba holds. The problem is, is Cuba is suffering from massive poverty. <clears throat> They're suffering from massive famine. The structure, the infrastructure, the homes in Cuba are just riddled and broken down and destroyed. The most wealthy people there are either government officials or Uber drivers. They're making more than the doctors. The only luxurious buildings, the only luxurious places to enter are either government or resorts for tourism. Then when the pandemic hit, it caused a shortage right and the prices of food that was already too expensive for the public because they make no money because mm-hmm. they rely on the government for everything they mm-hmm. can't make their own decisions they can't have their own businesses when prices increased now the average it's crazy that when you there are so many stats that are floating around but when you look at a person's average monthly income compared compared to what it would like cost to have toilet paper mm-hmm. paper towels and like a small meal each night legitimately 90% of the country can't even afford that. Yeah. We're talking about toilet paper, paper towels, and food for dinner.
1: Yeah, it would almost be like a gallon of milk here costing like 25 bucks. Co- correct. Yeah.
0: Correct. Not even talking about housing, not talking about air conditioning, not talking about gas for your car, insurance. The wages that people make, like, it, you, like you were saying before. It And so <clears throat> we're, we're witnessing a, a beautiful thing. I mean, the people are legitimately revolting against a government that they feel is not serving them properly properly. And, and it's just crazy and the government is fighting back
1: and you know I'm, I'm definitely happy you broke all that down for the people but I think you just brought, brought up uh, something in my mind that's interesting because we're sitting here right in Philly and we're able to just not only see what's going on there now because of social media right because of technology every, every phone has a camera on it so you're able to spread stories more right but it's it's what we always talk about it's, it's getting people talking right so hopefully this starts bringing more awareness. It starts opening people's eyes. You start getting solutions a lot faster because people are going to realize that, like we said, these issues have been going on for years and years, decades. What's been going on for the past couple of decades? It's the same thing we talk about here in America. How are we still talking about racism if this stuff has been going on forever? Right? What what has the conversation been for the past 100 years? Like, nobody talked about this. Yeah. Nobody reached across the aisle and said, oh, we have been dealing with these same issues. Obviously, something's not working here. Of course. We're sensible enough. We don't see eye to eye on everything, but we want to do better for the country, right? And this could just be two random people talking. If you can come to that sort of middle ground, you can say, like, okay, let's try to make ourselves more aware of what's going on to do better. Hopefully, with us listening to, okay, like, this is going on in Cuba. We see this going on in Haiti. You see these things going on around the world. And also, with these people being able to share their stories there, maybe that'll bring some I, I don't know really like maybe that'll bring some hope or some different help that well, they didn't receive right. before it, right
0: Yeah I, I think that I think that the, the beauty behind and I mean social media has definitely rapidly evolved it connects multi, people multiple social issues mm-hmm. right from from racial injustice
1: to whatever you know communist state governments, religious injustice, injustice. I mean a- look it, at what events happened that are I don't going know if you're on. familiar with like what happened with the Arab Spring a couple of years ago. Right, but when there was a big, I think we talked about maybe in an earlier episode where there was a big revolt, right, by a lot of those Arab nations out over there just based on what they were able to communicate through Facebook and Twitter. It's incredible. Like, I'll I'll send you uh, something on it later, but it's that's what what reminded me, what made me bring this up now because I think that's what we're seeing, right? Or part of what we're seeing and why I hope that this can hopefully change something. Sure. I mean, the bulk of what we're seeing, especially
0: in Cuba, and obviously it's, you know, near to my heart, Mm -hmm. but. The beauty behind it is the aggression that the American people are starting to to raise, right? Yeah. And but not it's it's like unified aggression because the people are applauding the efforts of the people, and now they're just trying to spread awareness, which is exactly what, like you said, which happened earlier in the year with racial injustice, and but now it's happening to Cuba, which is cool for me to mm-hmm. see. Um, and you you just hope that eventually it's it's in a very like lame, simple term, good will triumph over evil because the mm-hmm. majority of their population is in an unlivable state. Yeah. An unlivable fashion and they're fighting back. So it's it's going to be interesting to see now, now that it's so, like you said, it, it's weird that now we're talking about it. It's been going on forever. Mm-hmm. Well, now that it's under the microscope, now what? Right? You know, well, because well, <clears throat> immigration is now a thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when events like this happen, massive migration happens yep. and the U.S. has already put its foot forward and said, nope, don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Don't think you're going to send, because we will take that as an act of war. Yep. So if you open the gates and you try to flood, which we didn't do with the Mexican border, which was really odd, but mm-hmm. if they were to say, hey, you guys do that, we're going to consider it an act of war, and yep. you know,
1: treat it as an well, act of war. Well, that's what I wonder, like, once again, because there's still a whole bunch of political issues between the U.S. and Cuba, right? Um, I don't know what type of sanctions they still have placed on Cuba, right? But I know that's part of the reason why their economy is still struggling. Certain things that you'd be able to import from from America, you got to go all across the world for yeah, I was right. trying so a lot ve- yeah, a lot of that has to do with
0: um Embar- yeah, I was trying yeah. very hard to verse myself before we spoke about mm-hmm. it. And there's there's multiple blockades and like yep. embargoes in, in, in force that are like hurting yep. their economy so much from just getting the materials that mm-hmm. they need, which is causing a massive surcharge yeah. in pricing. And the people are are suffering, man. And you should see I don't know if you've seen the videos or dude, the the way that they are handling these protesters mm-hmm. is crazy. Yep. It is, le- like... Once again, I put it puts in, it into perspective. Perspective. Like, yep. we saw there was massive protests across the United States, and if people were being super violent and aggressive, sure, they would get arrested, and they would get beaten down. Mm-hmm. There were definitely people that are getting beaten down, yep. but not like what's happening in Cuba. Like, there are people that are getting executed in the street. Oh, no, Reporters like they're at are getting, war. Yeah, oh, they are at war. Yeah. Getting dragged out of their homes... And, like,
1: beaten in the street as an example. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, dude. I mean, but, like, once again, we talk about these things hypothetically sometimes. And I'm just like, yo, like, I wonder some with the way, as bold as people want to speak, you know, I'm like, is this where they want to go? Because it's like if you're in a bar and some dude starts jawing off at you, right? There's only so many different ways this is going to end up, right? Yeah, it's- Two, basically. Exactly. There's literally two. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So when I look at the political state of where we are right now, I sit here and say, okay, either we're going to find a solution and say, okay, we are going to have to find some common ground. We as in the United States. Yeah. Oh. And have some sensibilities, or we are going to be just as divided and run down this slippery slope as these other countries that we've seen. Because it has to start somewhere.
0: Yeah, I don't – I mean that, that, that's <laughs> obviously – and you're just speaking in, in extremes
1: – <clears throat> and creating like the mm-hmm. ideas though it's an extreme which is fine yep. um i don't think but that's but that's what i mean though is because sometimes i think we take it too much step by step by step and say like oh well let's just deal with this issue and deal with this what's your end goal where do you see if you keep knocking out all these issues or trying to bring up all these things as if they're issues and not focusing on the real problems that are going on in the world where does that end you up in twenty, twenty five years from now Because it has a compound effect. Of course, bro. And that's why, and I mean, whatever. Beliefs Mm -hmm. aside,
0: anyone can believe what they want and have any stance that they want, whatever. But right now, you are seeing a highlighted view of what communism will do to the public. You have the stance where a government will come in and they'll say, hey, there are victims and there are oppressors. We are going to side with the victims. We're going to take out the oppressors. But hey, we're going to take the freedoms away from the victims. When we silence the oppressors, the victims won't have their freedoms anymore. And now we are in control. But hey, and, believe in us, instill your faith in us, and we are going to take over. And then what happens, and like you're saying, if you were to take it step by step, and it is what it is, like I said, I don't care what you believe, but mm-hmm. you remove but that's the guns best part. from the we public. We haven't talked
1: about any beliefs, right? We haven't talked no. about anyone's specific opinions. No, we and don't have And people can be listening to this and already finding something and being like, oh, they must be talking about this or talk. Yeah. We haven't brought up any personal issue here. And we, in we don't America, have, to, right? No. Because but that's the thing I'm talking about is that take whatever it is that's in your mind. Is it really that important in the long term plan of where you want to see this country headed? And if you don't have a unified goal and where you want this country headed, then I think it's no different than being on a team and saying, oh, everybody wears blue. Well, I want to wear red. Agreed. It's, I, it's not going to work. I agree with what you're saying. Or if, if there's a 50 50, we want to wear blue. We want to wear red. OK, but we still have to win a football game here, guys.
0: Yeah, that's a good— Because
1: there's another team coming into the house, whether another team, whatever country you want to call it. There's another team coming in here to, to, to beat us. Yeah, that, how, how do we win? That's we can't—because cl- if we don't come together, we're going down the slippery slope, and we're going to lose that's a cool, internally.
0: That's a cool way to paint it. That's true. That, yeah. that is a good perspective to look at the ideals that you currently hold. Mm-hmm. Whatever you think about something or how you're viewing something, just remember what's going to happen down the line. Feel how you want to feel. That's fine. But you should be able to look down the line. If you disarm the public, what's going to happen? The government will have control or vice versa. If you give, you know, if, if you let like co- capitalism, run wild or whatever you,
1: you feel, just look down, and that's just down the line. And that's why one of the best things we have here is a system of checks and balances. Yes. Oh, we're in the greatest country in the world. It's bro. a never-ending game, though. You yes. constantly have to check each other, just like we were talking about your friends. Check your friends because if you let one person sit there and just jaw off every time y'all go to the bar, yeah, you're going to have issues right the same way how you got to check one another like with the, with these issues like checks and balances yes and
0: what a great way to pivot to content wrecks of the week listen
1: check and balance in our fans make sure that they're uh they tapping in man they're tapping in they're tapping in yeah talked to my guy mark earlier today yeah <laughs> oh boy shout out to you mark you're so excited! Shout about out to that. Mark. I yeah. got I got to grab that drink, wreck. Yeah, All right, listen. Yeah, he, Bef- he recommended that that uh, tea, and I'm going to grab that. I might go tomorrow. The client spotlight. Because that looked that or looked Listener nice. spotlight. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Shout yeah. out to our fellow sipper.
0: Do You know what? And and while we are patting ourselves on the back with a fellow sipper, um, we have crossed the threshold of over three thousand subscriptions to this podcast. They, that may seem like a small number to the people listening at home, but me and Akembe
1: are fired. Uh, I get happy every time I see one more. That's a big deal. Over 3,000 people Every time I see one more, I'm like, yes. They want to listen to us. Thank you. I love you people. You guys are great. So what content rec do you have for them then? Oh, I don't know if they're going to mess with this one. Maybe they might. They might. Because once again, we know the people. We know our people are tapped in. Yes. Fear Street. Okay. Which which year was it? 1994? I think that's the one I'm on. Because there's three on Netflix. Bro. No, I think just the second one is out now. Is the third one out or is it coming out this week? No, that uh so Fear Street Part 1, 1994. There's
0: Fear Street ninety four, Fear Street Part two, and then there is there's a part three also that com- just just got released. Really? Sixteen sixty six wait. Wow. Hold up, hold up. Wow,
1: I gotta I gotta catch up. Oh, but no. they're all connected. Actually there's only is there only trailers? They're all connected people. Okay. Basically, what's what's the way for me to break this down? If you like the old Friday the thirteenth screen, um, but a scary movie aspect Also to it And maybe a little bit Of Stranger Things uh, Sprinkled in there That's where Fear Street is Bro when I told you The first five minutes I was so split between Do I cut this off right now Because I'm gonna have nightmares mm. Or do I keep watching this Did you have nightmares 100% No, nah, I was good you were a little scared You kept the light on Bro I had a dream the other night That some dude was chasing after me And I had to just wake up Bro yo I just woke up You know what we should do we, I couldn't go back to sleep
0: We gotta reach out to someone on Instagram And get someone to like talk dreams I think that means that you're That you're running from something That you're stressed
1: <clears throat> I'm not stressed Cause last night I had a dream That there was like three birds Flying through my room I,
0: Bro the three birds can mean something
1: bro People say that's angels That's definitely not it People say that Like or doesn't it mean like If you're
0: losing teeth in your dream Like your toes? That means death is coming damn. People
1: are big on this in my country.
0: Shout out to my people in Guyana. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Yo, if you're running from someone in your dreams, you're stressed. You're running from something. I remember that
1: as a kid. Yeah, but this dude was crazy. Okay. He kind of looked like... So what are you uh, running from You know who crazy? he kind of looked like? Boy? Uh, duct tape boy. Damn. our boys will know that so yeah. duct tape boy that's a story for Weird another sure. time we'll talk about another time that's i don't even know if we could ever talk about that one that one we might can't. have to be for like our patreon yeah oh damn that that's gonna have to be for our patreon y'all gonna have to pay to listen to that one because that's <laughs> that's, that's not up whoo, yet. that's not up yet but <laughs> man you talk about content duct tape boy <laughs> but that's that's how i'm gonna end it fear street i see i'm pretty sure du- a duct tape boy like character was in there killing up a whole bunch of people on fear okay. street so fear Street, cool. People tap into it. Let me know what you think. Um, I keep saying we gotta start some watch parties. Maybe we can start doing like you know Friday night like watch parties for sure with our people. Mm-hmm. Start like a big like Zoom be like all yeah right, for everybody, big sporting events. Press start now. Yeah. And then we all watch the movie and react at the same time. Yeah, that's <sighs> cool. Whoa, that's big brain. That's big brain. Mm. Mm-hmm. Bert, what you got for the people? So uh, my you content, said you had something for us. I do. So you know what? Um,
0: there they might be simple. You you probably have heard of them. If you haven't, that's why I'm touching on them. The reason I'm bringing them up. Uh, our group of friends has a bunch of stuff coming up, weddings, bachelor parties, a bunch of stuff being planned. And when you're shopping for pricing, honestly, looking online, I found great success with Kayak from an, like, an air, like a flight or even hotel standpoint. So Kayak.com, you've probably heard of it. You've probably seen commercials. It's a huge name thing, and I might sound like a loser recommending it, but they've never done me wrong the pricing always seems great compared to other sites and then my other one from an airplane standpoint if you don't use it or have never heard of it is the app hopper Mm. so hopper will alert you trends of pricing and tell you either to buy hold or maybe like you should buy and it'll alert you of when the price is going to go up or go down it uses like a forecasting algorithm Mm. and tells you hey in the future this is going to be cheaper historically the prices will be cheaper or historically prices will be more expensive in the future you should buy right now so i've used that for multiple flights that i've bought and it hasn't done me wrong
1: probably should have used that I just hopper bought, i just bought my ticket to guyana it's pretty cheap though how much was it well i got two one for me and the so okay it was like 1200 together it's not oh, bad that's, that's not bad at all round trip round trip that's we we nice out, bro because we back outside but that's a good wreck though because you might never come home I, I was thinking about this the other day i might fall in love was it what happens if i find my wife down there I always thought about this I might return back to my homeland You know find my, To find my wife She might be waiting for me What's uh, What Why are you looking at me like that That'd be great bro That'd like be so you great Maybe we'll fall in love Nah but I gotta come back We got too many plans But um Damn but that might am Not, to, if, not unless you find go. the right woman We're gonna have to go over citizenship We can zoom. All this stuff Well no then you have to bring her back get Wow here Yeah Wow but then I might get caught up in a scam were you live this whole time No that would be crazy We gonna start going live I, though I with honestly the people. thought you were We're gonna start doing Q&A's Okay but, like, yeah, you think I might get caught up in a scam, though, if I go down to Guyana and I find love? No. She might just be trying to become a U.S. citizen. I don't think so. I got to keep my head on the swivel, people. Mm. You know, they're trying to catch me slipping. Mm-hmm. Can't let it happen. Mm-hmm. I cannot let it happen, Bert. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. And we were talking about that today with the people. Where are we traveling to? I had a few good responses here. So, uh, let's see. Boy Jay said he is heading to Puerto Rico, L.A., Dominican Republic. So, he's just going to go on a world tour. Um, Someone said Wilmington's dope. I had another person uh, said Shogun Drive. Shout out to that person. So going back to the Poconos would be a good trip. So we got a lot of places to travel to. Mm -hmm. So we're going to use Hopper. That's right. This is it. That's it. I like how you brought that full circle there, and you didn't even know it. Nope. But you're always tapped in, Bert, because you're a man of the people. That's right. We both are. Send us home.
0: We are men of the people, and again, we appreciate the loyalty. We appreciate you always listening. We got some great guests lined up for future episodes coming. And as always, enjoy the first sip.